worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at MyBestBailBonds.com. Tonight at 8.30, it's the Heat and Nuggets. The NBA lives on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Semenix. The UTSA Roadrunners announced some uh, big things happening over there on campus, some big projects that they've been talking about for a long time coming together over there, 57 million in facilities that they're about to invest. Let's talk about it with UTSA Athletic Director Dr. Lisa Campos joining us now on the Buyer's Barricades guest line. Dr. Campos, appreciate you taking the time on this Thursday afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So I know we've heard about these uh, practice facilities before for basketball and volleyball. So uh, that was about, what, $35 million as I'm reading through this. The other facilities that are coming along, you guys have been busy over there. We sure have been. You know, we've been talking about the, the basketball, volleyball practice facility for about two years, and we just got it passed through the board, and, and we're going to get shovel and ground. I'm optimistic by the end of this year. My, my facility folks tell me wait till January 2025, but we know that a shovel is definitely go, going into the ground. Um, and then we have some other dollars to invest in some other of our priority projects. Dr. Campos, good to talk to you again, uh, and I'm glad to see that some of this stuff is moving forward, and it's uh, obviously, as you know, it's it's needed. You guys have worked hard for this. Um, it, it, how tough is it not to move at lightning speed with stuff like this? Be patient until all the ducks are in a row. Yeah, um, patience is not a strength of mine, so <laughs> it, it has been um, bit challenging, but but I understand the process. I understand, you know, we got to get the funding, we got to get board approval, we got to go through the design phase, all of those things that they go into it. But at the end of the day, we know that that yesterday's announcement is really moving us in the in the right direction, and it's moving us in a direction to get shovels in the ground. And when you talk about practice facilities for basketball and for volleyball, everybody asks the same question. What, what about the Convocation Center? When are we going to get a new actual game arena? Yeah, everyone is very interested in that. And, of course, you know, that that's more of a longer-range um, plan. We know that right now our our training facilities are really paramount. We hear it from our coaches all the time. We hear it from our student-athletes, from our prospective student-athletes that – they want to know when can I train any time of the day? How do I have access to training facilities to master my my um, craft? And that's you know whether it's practicing free throws or the three point line or whatever it is that they want unlimited access to a training facility. So that that's why we focused really on player development areas um, and you know the convocation center. Um, it's a great place. To play, it has great bones, um, but that is obviously you know something in the long run that we got to pay attention to. Lisa, when you talk to student athletes, and they is that something that's important to them? Do they tell you that 
uh, or you share with them the plans that you have, and they say, well, that's great, and that's the maybe the final straw to going to UTSA or Texas State? Yeah, absolutely. You know, facilities, um, since I got here six years ago, we heard it very loud and clear from student-athletes and from coaches, facilities, facilities, facilities. Now, obviously, that was before NIL, so I'm sure if we surveyed the students and the coaches now, NIL and facilities would both be um, the, the most pressing priorities. But we, we just heard it from day one that we have to focus on, on facilities. And, you know, I think in the announcement we talked about in the last five years, we've invested $63 million in facilities. You know, the race building I'm sitting in today, Park West, some of the other minor renovations we've done um, to all of our facilities. So we're really proud that in the last five years, every one of our sport programs has had some sort of um, renovation done to their current facility. Now it's that next step of, of you know, that, those player development areas. UTSA Athletic Director Dr. Lisa Campos joining us here on the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. So we've got the uh, basketball and volleyball practice facility that that soon will have uh, shovels in ground. I like that term. We know when we talk with Jeff Trailer a lot during the football season, getting some sort of indoor facility is a priority for, for him. Where do we stand on that for uh, Coach Trailer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we actually were were joking via text earlier today. Is it indoor or is it a pavilion? I think he says indoor because he can't say pavilion. <laughs> like he can't pronounce vehicle, or maybe it is really his internal dream of indoor. But you know, we we've always talked about this pavilion, right? We we built it in um, to phase one of race. Um, COVID hit; it didn't quite happen, but that's still a huge priority for us is to have some sort of covered structure. And then the other thing is we talk about indoor. We've also um, looked at a bubble. You know, a lot of institutions, a lot of sport programs, football programs um, practice in a bubble. And and that's another thing that we're going to continue to explore. Um, But it is a priority and and we're going to continue to figure out how to make that a reality. You know, Lisa, I I mean, a big part of your job overseeing the athletic department, obviously. But when you're talking about money and raising money and getting money for these facilities, how difficult of a job is that? Oh, my goodness. You know what? It's something we focus on every single day. I feel like the majority of my time is spent on how do we find the revenue sources to to put into these facilities. And, you know, even this plan of the $57 million, it's, it's still going to take fundraising, right? We're going to finance some of this, which means that we still have to fundraise. And in order to do all of the projects that we want to do, there's going to be uh, major fundraising. And, again, I'm so appreciative of the university. They have supported this um in a big time way, the county, the city have supported this, and our community continues to support this. So we're still going to be knocking on doors and, and asking for donations for these facilities. With with that in mind, and, and uh, I'll circle back on Pavilion in a moment. Um, with that, with the um, and forgive me for not remembering the exact term, but the I know that you guys went to the students to raise the athletic fees, and and they voted that down. Were, are these the projects that would have helped speed those along and you were able to find the money somewhere else? Or is this, all right, we didn't get that passed, but we figured out other ways to get these same facilities done in short order? Yeah, you know, the, the student fee was more about our operational um, dollars, right, our operational budget, that we're still competing with programs, you know, going into the American, we're competing with programs that have $70, $80 million budgets. Um, for the first time ever, we've hit about a $50 million budget. 
So that student fee was really more about supporting the entire athletics program, um, particularly the operating budget. So sort of separate budgets, you got your operations, the day-to-day, what it takes to to um, fulfill this, you know, our mission of, of giving our student-athletes and, and our community a great experience. And then you got your other bucket of facilities. And so these were two parallel paths. Um, the student fee was really more about our day-to-day operations. Interesting. Lisa, I've got to ask you this because we, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since uh, the, the football season ended. But when you hear Jeff Trailer's name mentioned for just about every <laughs> opening across the country, how scary is that for you? <laughs> well, if anyone's seen, you know, do a comparison picture of me six years ago to today, I think I've got a few more gray hairs um, because of Coach Trailer. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, in all seriousness, you know, it, it's flattering. You know, it is. it just demonstrates what he has done for this football program, for this athletics program, for the university, for the city of San Antonio, that it it's really flattering. And we know um, we, we'd rather be talking about this, right, than the, the, the other alternative of no one wanting our coach, that it's just a, a testament to what he's done and how highly thought of he is. And we're just really lucky to have him as our head coach. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. and, and we got to teach him how to say pavilion. I pavilion. remember when he was trying to make the Ansira commercial and he couldn't say vehicle. What other words can Jeff not say? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's work on pavilion. <laughs> All right, so 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 we'll go pavilion. And, 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 and as I I think of pavilion, there's no walls. It, it's covered, so if it's raining, you could still be out there. But if the wind is blowing, it could still be cold. So I think I think maybe Jeff Trailer is just trying to instill indoor in you that he wants walls. When you explore a bubble, and I think I, you're right. I, well, yeah, because you know he likes to wear shorts to work, and and if it's windy and cold, um, that, that you know that's uncomfortable. You just might not get wet. See, I think he really wants indoor, not pavilion. But you say a bubble, and I think about a lot of facilities. You know, the Houston Texans. I've been in their bubble before. There are some high schools that have bubbles. I don't know the expense of bubbles versus a pavilion, but knucklehead question, but are, are practice bubbles overly expensive? Yeah, you know, it, it, ironically, it um, from a one-time cost perspective, it would be um, less expensive than building a pavilion. But then the bubbles, um, you know, they require more maintenance. You're heating it. You're cooling it. Um, but, again, we're going to, at the end of the day, our our goal is to protect our student-athletes from the elements and Coach Trailer. I better, I better <laughs> we want to protect him from the elements. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Plus, bubbles look cool, Lisa. I mean, you know, you you see that on the out there in a bubble. It just it's it's cool looking. Well, think of all the all the advertising you could put on yeah, that, right? <laughs> well, That's raise right. money. That's right. Yeah. So you know, again, we're going to continue to keep our options open. Um, tomorrow, if if someone gave us a ten million dollar check, you know, we we can that would make it easy to figure out where, which direction we go in. Um, but we're going to, again, continue to, to fundraise and to explore all these parallel paths of, of getting, whether it's a pavilion, an indoor, or, or a bubble um, for Jeff and, and the team. Yeah, yeah. He wants walls. I think that's the bottom line. He, 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 want, he wants walls. Lisa Campos joining us here on the Blitz. Uh, speaking of Jeff Trailer and that football program, the schedule for next football season got released today. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to visit with Coach Trailer about this, but when I look at this schedule, um, I see double-digit wins on this schedule. <laughs> you know, Coach and I talk a lot, uh, talk a lot about the schedule. Um, 
he he loves to temper expectations. Um, I'm not a kind of AD who puts a number on, on, you know, a season for our coaches. They put enough pressure on themselves. But I'm with you. You know, I, my money's always going to be on Jeff Trailer, and, and I'm going to – we just – we can do some really great things this year. Lisa, does it ever and, – and, and not that we're here to uh... – you know, over glorify Jeff Trailer, but we love the guy. I know you love him. San Antonio loves the guy too. But with the NIL issues that the UTSA has, obviously it, it's it's a struggle, and I know it's a struggle for a lot of schools. But the fact that he still gets top notch students here, uh, football players here, is a testament to him that they want to come play for him still, and that still matters. Do you see that? Absolutely, and not even getting top notch players, but retaining his current roster. I mean, when you look across the country, um, he, he is just the best at retaining his current roster. The guys love playing for him. They love the culture. They love San Antonio. They love the support that they get from, um, you know, from our, from our great city and a lot of credit, you know, to April and to Martin and to Bob that they are working their tails off out there, raising NIL dollars, um, for our student athletes, and and we're so appreciative of that. Um, but you know, Jeff creates a really special culture for these guys, and so to your point, it, he can recruit, his staff can recruit, but they can also retain. Absolutely, and 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 getting it done, and and again, you guys have done. It, it's crazy to think when you got here where this program was. I think about where it was right before you got here, but the quick rise and now in the American, the expectations, the facilities, the the money that's been coming in, and then the expectation, which leads me to a question that probably isn't one you want to talk about right now, Dr. Campos, but you look at that men's basketball program, and I know Coach Henson last year, you didn't extend him, so we spent a lot of time talking about Mike McCarthy in the final year of his contract being a lame duck coach. This basketball team, 10-19 and 19 on the year, although coming off of a nice win, What's the future for men's basketball at UTSA? Yeah, you know, I want to give a shout out to our men's program, despite the record. I mean, these you can tell these students, these these athletes are just playing their hearts out. There's no one who wants to win more than the coaches, more than the student athletes. And, you know, they, they've just hung tight with a lot of these um, uh, programs that have been top 25 and taken Memphis and FAU to overtime and, and beating North Texas. And um, so there's no there's no quit. Um, in their fight right now. So I'm just really proud of, of how they've continued to fight. And, and who knows, you know, maybe, maybe they make a run in, in the tournament. But, you know, as I tell, you know, everyone, I evaluate throughout the season, throughout the years, and final evaluations all through until the season's over. And, and then that's when Coach and I will have conversations. You know, in your job description, Lisa, it's got to be that one you'd probably like to X out, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> having to make decisions on, on coaches and whether to retain or whether to uh, let go. Uh, you know, uh, we, we're such a close family here in, in our department, and anytime there's change, that that's always hard because this is a people business and, and we build great relationships and we're really close with, with one another. And, um, you know, it, it just has an effect, uh, a rippling effect, you know, whether it's on families, whether it's on student athletes, um, so it's never it's never easy to to make change, and and if it is, then I would question someone's heart. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in the position you're in, tough decisions have to be made. That's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the bottom line. And you know whether you're talking about a coach's um, job or you're figuring out where to apply some of the money that's coming in for what facility and having to prioritize them, because I imagine every coach thinks they should be the top priority, right? <laughs> 
Absolutely. I, I love that you recognize, yes, every day there's tough decisions to be made in this seat. But you know what? On the other side of that is we just have a lot of fun supporting our coaches, supporting our student athletes, winning championships, watching them compete. Um, so that I'll never complain about that. It, it, this is one of the best jobs in America. Dr. Lisa Campos, Athletic Director at UTSA. I know you have an extremely busy schedule. Appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Hey, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Lisa Campos on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.